Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour, bonjour. Sun is rising here in Kauai. It's quite gorgeous. Very happy to join with you today. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic is how to have a happy relationship. Yes, I'm so grateful that A Course in Miracles gives us really clear instruction. We don't have to figure it out, and we don't have to figure out how. All we have to do is allow ourselves to experience it. So this being the month of February, I've been uh, focusing on relationship as I have done pretty much every year in uh, this radio show. Uh, I think all but one year I've focused on relationship in February. And I always come back to relationship several times throughout the year. And uh, this is, I believe, episode number 228. So we've been here every week pretty much for a number of years now, and you can receive all of these episodes totally for free. Uh, And one of the easiest ways to do that is to sign up for the podcast. If you're uh, an Apple Mac person, you can do it through iTunes very easily. And if you are a... And, of course, you can use uh, iTunes on any PC. And if you're an Android person, you have an Android phone, Stitcher is the way to go. And these links are available. You can get them through the radio show uh, on the links on the events page at jenniferhadley.com, at Unity FM on the um, show page, and... uh, You can go direct to Stitcher, you can go direct to iTunes. Every Tuesday in my blog, uh, my Spiritual Espresso, I always put the links to the radio show and uh, how to download. Also, I'd like to ask you, if you're a Facebook person, we have a fan page for this Course in Miracles radio show. If you would become a fan of the page, that would be great. We post old episodes there and... um, Other kinds of fun things there, sometimes my videos and my daily blogs. So if you'd like to become a fan of the radio show, that can be another resource for you. And I think it's time to pray. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart. We're going to bless ourselves as we listen to what the Holy Spirit has to say this week in uh, how to have a happy relationship. So with my hand and my heart, I'm so grateful and thankful to recognize the Holy Spirit as my guide. I take a breath of love and gratitude and partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, placing the Holy Spirit in charge of my life. I am here to be truly helpful, so I am willing to hear, to know, to feel, to sense, to experience the Holy Spirit leading and guiding me in everything that I say, everything I do, every choice that I make, every thought that I think. I am grateful and thankful to hand my entire life and being over to the higher Holy Spirit self, the great and mighty I am that I am. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we dedicate ourselves to being a loving presence, to being truly helpful in all of our relationships. We dedicate ourselves to allowing ourselves to have happy relationships, fulfilling relationships, holy relationships. We let the Holy Spirit do the heavy lifting, and we're grateful and thankful to allow our healing to be. We share the benefits with all beings because we are one with them. In deep and abiding gratitude, we allow our healing to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. 
All right. So (laughs) a major thing in having happy relationships is to recognize our codependency. Codependence relationships are special relationships, unholy relationships. And we're looking this week at... In chapter 17, which is called Forgiveness in the Holy Relationship, we're looking at section 4, the two pictures. And it starts off really beautifully and clearly. So one of the things to understand is we are expressions of God, we're emanations of God, we're aspects of God, we're part of God, inseparable. And yet, we in our minds, chose to have an experience of separation. And so this world was created for us to have that experience of separation. We can make it an experience of expressing God and being fully aligned with God. And that is our holy purpose, which is to choose the atonement for ourselves. The atonement is the full recognition that there has been and never was, nor will be, any actual separation. Only the experience, only the illusion of separation, which is for our learning, our discovery. In experiencing the pain and suffering of separation, we discover how much we value and love the unification, the unity of all life. So we're finding our way back through choosing love, extending love, compassion, kindness, gentleness, harmony, peace, and all the spiritual qualities of God that are our true nature. The Course in Miracles talks about these spiritual qualities and our expression of them as being the great rays. So our natural state, of course, miracles tells us, is that we are light. We are light being. We are these great rays, these expressions of God's divinity. And so the fullness of God's divinity is what we already are, and that can never be diminished ever, 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 can never be broken. So we can feel broken, we can feel diminished, we can feel separate, and we will if that's what we're choosing to place our attention on. Because in this world, what we think about, we bring about. What we believe, we will experience. And so it's all about training our mind to remember the truth that sets us free. So, sickness is a defense against the truth. And when we are sick in our heart, in our mind, in regard to our relationships, we're affirming the separation. We're affirming that we value the separation. So, the most damaging thing we can do in our path of awakening and wholeness is to judge other people and ourselves. So having holy relationships requires us to give up the codependent habits and thinking of lack and attack in regard to ourselves and other people. So the two pictures begins this way. God established his relationship with you to make you happy, and nothing you do that does not share his purpose can be real. So anything that we're doing that doesn't make us happy, doesn't help us to experience our natural state as pure joy, that is unreal. It's part of the illusion. But everything where we experience love and happiness is real, and it's lasting, it's permanent. And that's why love is our healer, Love is what's real. Love can never be harmed or diminished or depleted. It says, the purpose God ascribed to anything is its only function. So this is our function, is to teach only love, for that is what we are. It says, because of his reason for creating his relationship with you, 
the function of relationships, and it means all relationships, became forever to make happy and nothing else. To fulfill this function, you relate to your creations as God to his. For nothing God created is apart from happiness, and nothing God created but would extend happiness as its creator did. Whatever does not fulfill this function cannot be real. So anything we're experiencing, any thought we have that does not make us happy, is not an extension of God. It's not part of our function here. It's not part of our true reality. It's part of the illusion. And we can stop identifying with the illusion. We can stop identifying with the false thoughts. It says here in paragraph 2, In this world, it is impossible to create. So that's one of the tenets of A Course in Miracles is, All creation is love, joy, peace, harmony, beauty, truth, wisdom, clarity, purity, freedom, the spiritual qualities, abundance, prosperity. And in this world, we can make things in form. We can make our experiences. It distinguishes between what the ego makes and what the spirit creates. So in this world, it's impossible to create. Yet it is possible to make happy. So isn't that the good news? We actually can make happy. We can make ourselves happy if we choose. And here's the recipe. Jesus says, I have said repeatedly that the Holy Spirit would not deprive you of your special relationships, but would transform them. So as long as we'd like to have special, unhappy, unfilling, unfulfilling rather, relationships, we can have them, as many as we like. And as soon as we're ready to have fulfilling, holy relationships, the Holy Spirit will transform them for us. It goes on to say, and all that is meant by that is that the Holy Spirit will restore them to the function given them by God. The function you have given your relationships is clearly not to make happy. But the holy relationship shares God's purpose, rather than aiming to make a substitute for it. Every special relationship you have made is a substitute for God's will and glorifies your will instead of God's will because of the illusion that they are different. So one of the most powerful ways to activate the Holy Spirit's transformation of your relationship from unhappy to happy is to all day, seriously, all day, say this to yourself in regard to anything that makes you unhappy. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. So if it's not making you happy, you're trying to work a separate will. You're using your free will to experience separation. You can use your free will to align with divine will. Now, here's the thing. Free will is an illusion. It only, the appearance of it, exists in this world. Only the appearance of your free will exists in this world. So you can use your divine will, which is your expression of God's will, in this world to make yourself miserable. And if you are miserable, that's exactly what you've done. But you can use your will to align with divine will. Because in truth, there's only God. There is no separation. So there is only divine will. And this is one of the key messages of A Course in Miracles. Thy will be done scares a lot of people. What if God, what if God transforms my relationship in a way I don't like? What, what if the holy relationship is, is something I don't want? 
Well, who are you then? Are you the ego? Or are you an expression of God? Because the holy relationship will make the ego unhappy. But if you become unidentified with the ego, you will not experience the unhappiness. And the ego, in truth, is nothing. It is not a being. And it is certainly not who you are. The ego is a thought system that keeps the experience of separation in place. The ego is not a being. But we experience it as the lower, selfish, unhappy, unkind, unloving, separate self. The path to a happy relationship is the holy relationship. It is our best tool in this world, is to allow our relationships to be made holy. Now, I can honestly say that I turned all my relationships over to the Holy Spirit. And what I experienced was transformation in every single one of those relationships. And some of them transformed in such a way that I'm not in contact with those people anymore. There's just no real sense of connection with them. But my thoughts toward them and about them are loving and peaceful. So when they do come into my mind, I think, oh, yes, there's my brother, my sister that I love. And I feel content and peaceful with the status of our relationship. Now, some of those relationships, when I turn them over to the Holy Spirit, I never imagined that it could really happen so quickly or so thoroughly. And some of those relationships, I really had an idea of how I wanted the relationship to be. I really had a strong idea of how I wanted the relationship to be. And I decided to stop holding on to that picture of how the form of the relationship would be. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did because I had so much healing. It was absolutely the key to the major transformation I experienced was allowing the Holy Spirit to make the relationships holy, which meant me giving up my attachment to the way the relationship looked and how it transpired. So I gave up my attachment to codependency. One of the things you can look at in your relationship is the codependency. So in oneness, in unity, we're all one. We're not separate. So our relationships with anyone are a relationship that God is having with itself by means of us. We're having a relationship with our God self. That's what every relationship is for. And that means the relationship that I have with the person at the grocery store, the relationship I have with my neighbor, the relationship I have with my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, with every being in my life, my relationship that I'm having with my lover, my child, whomever it is in my life, that relationship is a relationship that God is having with itself by means of us. And by putting the Holy Relationship, the Holy Spirit in charge of the relationship, and taking my ego control out of the relationship is the only way I've ever found to have a happy, holy relationship. And I've talked with so many people over the years who have done as I have done, and they too have told me, you know what? We were married, and in an unholy relationship, we I decided 
to have a holy relationship. I gave the relationship to the Holy Spirit and the relationship transformed. We're no longer married. We're separated. We're divorced. But we're happy. We're happy. And the relationship feels holy. Other people have told me, I did the same thing, Jennifer. I gave the relationship to the Holy Spirit and we were divorced. We got back together. We were separated. We got back together. I've seen it all kinds of ways. There's no guarantee that the ego will get what it wants. In fact, the ego will not get what it wants. Because the ego does not want a holy relationship. In order to have a happy relationship, we must give up our attachment to the form of it. We have to be wholly willing, completely willing, to let the Holy Spirit do its holy work. So, codependency is evident when there's a lot of conflict in the relationship. And if you're trying to avoid conflict in a relationship, you're just as codependent. A holy, healthy relationship is where two people are not looking to make each other happy. So I can say it's my job to be myself, my holy self in this relationship. And if I am my holy self in my relationships... Other people will likely be at peace with me because I'm at peace with myself. But if I'm trying to get someone to make me happy or if I think people should appreciate me or give me more recognition or people should do things for me or people should uh, complete me, then I'm in a special, unholy relationship that will never satisfy. It just won't. Because I am identified with the ego who is unsatisfiable. You know, this is not lightweight. Because the ego will never believe that the relationship could be made holy, and that that would make us happy. The ego will never believe that. Because remember, the unhappy, unholy, special relationship is the ego's best tool to keep you identified with the body, feeling separate, feeling suffering, feeling lack and limitation. It is the ego's best weapon against the truth that sets you free. So every minute that you continue to try to manage or manipulate or control your relationships, you are extending your suffering and you are extending your experience of separation. The only way we can do this work of having happy, holy relationships is through trust and faith. There's just no other way. We have to actually be willing to make the leap of faith. And how we make the leap of faith is moment by moment, we exercise our trust muscle. This is why characteristic of the teacher of God. Because it is... Trust is a muscle we exercise. Trust is the mechanism that we used in the experience of time and space that allows us to discover the faith, the real faith, which is our true experience and connection of God with God, with our God self, with our Holy Self with our higher self, with our empowered self. Trust is the mechanism. Trust is the tool by which we experience faith and transformation. So that means in a moment-by-moment thing, the thought is, oh, 
he's never going to do it the way I. There's the ego. So then we have to go into trust. I'm placing my trust and faith in the Holy Spirit to transform this relationship and make it holy. Let it be so now. And then the thought comes 10 seconds later. Well, what if he doesn't? Oh, there it is again. The suffering, the clenching of my teeth and my belly, the fear, the upset, the doubt, the worry, the pain, the suffering. There it is again. Ah, in this moment, I place my trust and faith in the Holy Spirit to transform and heal this relationship into a holy relationship. I am willing to have a holy relationship. I am willing to experience wholeness. I am willing to have faith. I place my trust and faith in the Holy Spirit. Let it be so. Thy will be done. Thy will is my will. I am willing to have a holy relationship. Holy Spirit, make it so now. I am grateful to accept everything that a holy relationship entails. Thy will be done. Thy will is my will. Thy will be done. So we move into this prayerful, beautiful practice all day long. And the more that we engage in it, the more willing we are, the more it is our heart's desire to experience the holy relationship, the faster the transformation happens. It's spectacularly amazing, miraculous, and beautiful. And this is why relationship is our best tool to awaken. Because how we see our brothers and sisters... The love that we extend to them is our transformation. This is the tool that we have in this world to get ourselves out of suffering. Our willingness to see our brothers and sisters as the Christ allows us to see the Christ within our own being. It's so powerful. It's so healing. It's so deeply, deeply transformative. And we have everything we need. We don't need any special books or tools or classes or anything. We don't need anything. This is why I so am such a champion for groups and for classes where they're not just studying, but they're doing the work. That's why in my classes we do the work. We don't just study. Because studying is often the spiritualization of the ego. The ego is in charge of many spiritual students' spiritual practice. And they don't even know it. So if your spiritual practice is not transforming your life, the ego is probably in charge of it. And you can change that by your willingness. Yes. Right now, in fact, I do have a class called Prayer Power for those who are interested in learning to use their word powerfully to transform their life. And uh, we're just getting started with the Prayer Power class. You can read more about that at jenniferhadley.com. I invite you to check it out. So we're talking about how to have a happy relationship. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. Where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the love, walking the talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic this week is how to have a happy relationship. And right now on my events page, I do have some free relationship classes. So uh, I believe I have a couple there. So go in and grab those if you haven't already uh, while they're still there. I also would like to make a plug for all the tools and resources at livingacourseofmiracles.com. I truly believe that a Course in Miracles group is a wonderful thing for 
having holy relationship practice in the group itself. And if you feel like the Holy Spirit has been nudging you towards starting a Course in Miracles group, then please consider it and allow me to support you. So, uh, and actually, I am calling for a volunteer to help me with just some administrative things regarding some of the offerings at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Not a lot of work, but if you'd like to volunteer, you're really good on the computer and you like interacting with people, let me know. So um, at livingacourseofmiracles.com, one of the resources we have is we have a number of free audio downloads of discussions I've had with longtime study group leaders on how to start, run, facilitate, and promote a Course in Miracles study group. And I invite you to please take advantage of those free classes. Uh, well, they're discussions, really, not classes. But they're quite comprehensive, and there are several of them, and they're just sitting there waiting for you to come and enjoy them. And if you feel any nudges towards starting A Course in Miracles group, the Holy Spirit will do all the heavy lifting if you're willing, and it will bring you so much benefit in your life. Trust me on that. Uh, everyone I... I know of who starts a Course in Miracles group or takes one over or participates in one receives a lot of benefit, a lot of opportunity. Yes, yes, yes. Another thing I'd like to mention is I'm going to be doing a number of forgiveness workshops in uh, the New York area starting in April. So if you know of a place where I could come and do a workshop or you'd like to help host one in the New York area, please let me know or even perhaps in the Northeast because I'm going to be um, having a lot of time there in the rest of this year after the Course in Miracles conference in Las Vegas. And by the way... If you don't have your ticket yet for the Course of Miracles conference in Las Vegas and you'd like to come, it's it's basically just a big Course of Miracles party. It really is. It's If you'd like to meet other Course people and get away, go to Las Vegas, maybe see a couple shows, come hang out with me. We can uh, enjoy our meals together. Uh, please, if you're planning to come to the Course of Miracles conference in Las Vegas, you got to come say hi. And if you'd like to get your ticket, you don't have one, there are some tickets left, I invite you to um, check. just go to the events page at jenniferhadley.com. You'll see the conference listed there. You can click through from there. And uh, if you do decide to register, please tell them that I encouraged you. Please. All right. So let's go back to holy relationship here how to have a happy relationship now i love this here we're we're looking at this section the two pictures it's section four in chapter 17 and i'm in paragraph three now so it says you have made very real relationships even in this world real relationships even in this world yet you do not recognize them what Because you have raised their substitutes, the special relationships, to such predominance that when truth calls to you, as it does constantly, you answer with a substitute. So instead of answering the call of truth, we engage in more special relationships. So you can think of anyone that you love to hate or that always irks you. There's your special relationship, and you're actually being called to have a holy relationship. That's a great place to start. Anybody that just annoys you. I think one of the best shares from last year in uh, the folks in Masterful Living last year was someone said that they had been uh, working in the next cubicle to someone for about four years. And that person was always a grumpy Gus, someone, a complainer, and no fun to sit next to. 
But because of the inner work that they did last year in Masterful Living, applying these Course of Miracles principles, by the end of the year, they were having fun together. The person had totally transformed. Now, the grumpy Gus was not taking a class, was not studying A Course in Miracles, was not doing anything. It was the Masterful Living student applying the teachings of A Course in Miracles, living it in their heart. Their neighbor at work was totally transformed. In fact, the whole office atmosphere was transformed. This is a common experience that many people who take Finding Freedom, my seven-week boot camp, and my Master of Living class have, is that their families are transformed, their workplace is transformed. So this is what happens when one person decides to do their inner work. And, you know, so often I've talked to folks who've been studying A Course in Miracles for decades Studying, studying, studying without really applying it, without really living it. So that's why I talk about walking the talk and living, living it, living A Course in Miracles. It's a totally different thing from studying it. So back to the two pictures here. It says, every special relationship you have made has as its fundamental purpose the aim of occupying your mind so completely that you will not hear the call of truth. Occupying your mind so completely that you will not hear the call of truth. Consider that. Consider now a relationship that you're unhappy with, you're dissatisfied with, one that really bothers you, one that you have fear around one that you have doubt around, one a relationship that you're worried about. Bring that into your awareness right now. Can you recognize that the way you hold this relationship in your mind is a defense against the truth. Because your mind is occupied with the worry, the doubt, the fear, the unhappiness, what you don't like, what you don't want. That's where your attention is. Remember, your mind is the mind of God. And what you focus on, you're going to experience. When we're worried, when we're afraid, when we're doubtful, it's because we've placed our faith in the ego. When we're happy, when we're harmonious, when we are peaceful and loving and kind and generous and compassionate, we're placing our faith, our trust in spirit. That's how you know where you've placed your faith, by how you feel. Where you've placed your trust is where your faith is. So, if you're doubtful, your trust is in the ego's ability to make you happy, which it does not have. Oftentimes, we place our trust in other people's egos to make us happy. But that will not make us happy. Oftentimes, when we're disappointed, our ego is trying to make another person's ego our source of happiness. Which will never happen. It just can't happen. It's crazy. Live the love. Walk the talk. Have trust. Build your faith. It's a moment by moment thing. This is why A Course in Miracles is a mind training course. We've trained our mind to place our trust and faith in our ego and other people's ego. We already know it only leads to suffering. And yet, what do we keep doing? This is why I say that living that way is being in a constant state of trying to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic, thinking that if we could just move these pieces around, that will make us happy. 
while we're not even noticing the waters getting higher and higher and higher. Because we don't have faith in the Holy Spirit. We're actually, in a certain sense, in love with the ego. We bought it hook, line, and sinker. So our relationship is with the ego, with other people's egos. And it's a gnarly business. It truly is. So it says here, every special relationship you have made as its fundamental purpose is that its fundamental purpose is occupying your mind so completely you will not hear the call of truth, the voice of God. You will not recognize love and the opportunities for love, prosperity, abundance, wholeness, freedom, wisdom, clarity. You won't recognize them because it's not where your focus is. It's on managing and controlling. It says, in a sense, the special relationship was the ego's answer to the creation of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God's answer to the separation. So we became interested in separation. God created the Holy Spirit to keep us from getting lost in this matrix, this mind matrix of the ego thought system. The Holy Spirit is always there for us. Even if I make my bed in hell, thou art with me. Always. Jesus tells us in the text, you're never alone, ever, ever, ever. All you have to do is call God's name. The angels will instantly surround you and you will be lifted up. But you see, if we're trusting in the ego to save us, we'll never be saved. We're, it's like being in a boat where we're taking in water and we're bailing and bailing and bailing. Well, that's no solution. No solution at all. So, the ego, it says here, the Holy Spirit is God's answer to the separation. For although the ego did not understand what had been created, it was aware of threat. The whole defense system, the ego evolved to protect the separation and keep it going from the Holy Spirit was in response to the gift with which God blessed it and by his blessing enabled it to be healed. So the ego is a response to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's ability to completely heal our mind if we will but allow it. This is why I say all the time, we don't have to figure out how to have a healing. We only have to allow it. So if you're trying to, if you're asking yourself these questions like, why is everything falling apart? Why does this always happen to me? Those are ego questions. The ego is trying to figure it out. The ego is trying to understand it. If you're trying to figure out how to have a happy relationship, if you're trying to understand the people you're in relationship with, you're identified with the ego. Because remember, in spirit, you are one with them. And there are no questions because you're one with them. You share the same mind. How could you have any questions? If you're identified with spirit, you know all the answers. That's the truth of it. There are no questions. When you're identified with spirit, it's only this. How can I express more love today? How can I express more beauty today? How can I be a revelation of truth today? You're in such direct connection with inspiration. You're just... Expressing the inspiration and revealing the truth and the beauty and the wisdom and the clarity and the freedom, the abundance and the prosperity all of the time. That's how we're meant to live in this world. That's what teach only love means. So if we're trying to figure it out, we're identified with ego because the spirit knows. So 
in making this transformation from ego identification to spirit identification, we just keep giving it to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, teach me now. Holy Spirit, I am willing. Show me now. Thy will be done now. Thy will be done now. Thy will be done now. I am that I am. Thy will be done. There is no separate will, only the illusion of separate will. It says here, This blessing, the Holy Spirit, is the blessing. This blessing holds within itself the truth about everything. And the truth is that the Holy Spirit is in close relationship with you because in the Holy Spirit is your relationship with God restored to you. So if you'd like to wake up, if you'd like to attain enlightenment, if you'd like to have this direct connection with God, the Holy Spirit is the vehicle to make it happen. Nothing is withheld from you. Only you can put up a block to your connection with God. And you can only put up a block to your connection with God in an illusion, illusory way. It, it'll never be real. There are no real blocks to God because that's what you are. So this, it's only a fabrication. It's only a fantasy. The relationship with God has never been broken because the Holy Spirit has not been separate from anyone since the separation. And through the Holy Spirit have all your holy relationships been carefully preserved to serve God's purpose for you. What is God's purpose? Again, going back to the beginning of the section, for your happiness. So you can see, it's so clear here, that in order to have happiness, you simply have to allow it and stop treasuring the obstacles to your happiness, which are the special relationships. It says here, the ego is always alert to threat. And the part of your mind into which the ego was accepted is very anxious to preserve its reason as it sees it. It does not realize that it is totally insane. And you must realize just what this means if you would be restored to sanity. The insane protect their thought systems, but they do so insanely. And... All their defenses are as insane as what they are supposed to protect. The separation has nothing in it. No part, no reason, and no attribute that is not insane. Same with a special relationship. And its projection, which is the special relationship, is part of it as insane as the whole. The special relationship, which is its chief defense, must therefore be insane. And this is why special relationships are crazy-making. This is precisely why. Because their foundation is in separation, which doesn't exist. It's insane. So, you have but little difficulty now in realizing that the thought system the special relationship protects is but a system of delusions. You recognize, at least in general terms, that the ego is insane. Yet, the special relationship still seems somehow to be different. Special relationship still seems to be valuable. So, remember one of the things I describe the special relationship as is it's foundationally designed to give you this illusion of shelter against the storm. You plus me equals shelter against the daily storms of life. And we can have a special relationship with a dog or a cat or a horse. We can have a special relationship with the person at the store. We can have a special relationship with anybody we think that somehow completes us or lifts us up or in any way is a false idol. So all the false idols are a substitute for our connection with God. Every single one of them. It says, The special relationship still seems to you somehow to be different. Yet we have looked at it far closer than we have at many other aspects 
of the ego thought system that you have been more willing to let go. While this one remains, you will not let the others go. For this one is not different. Retain this one and you have retained this whole, the whole. So hold on to the special relationship. Keep trying to figure out how to improve this special relationship. And you are clinging to the ego thought system. It is the ego's best defense against your happiness, your lasting happiness. The special relationship is the best tool to keep you playing small, in suffering, in pain. Yes. Oh my. Goes by so fast. Here we are. It's time to pray. (laughs) So I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Let's give the Holy Spirit all of our relationships. Yes, thy will be done. As I place my hand on my heart, I say with great gratitude, Holy Spirit, higher self, please make all our relationships whole and holy. So grateful and so thankful to allow thy will to be done, knowing that thy will is God's will, is my will, because I am one with God. So grateful and so thankful to surrender the special relationships and all the blocks to love. We open our hearts and minds to the healing. We share the benefits with everyone. We joyfully allow it to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. And let me just say, too, if you enjoy this radio show and you find it valuable, please consider making a tithe donation offering to support. You can make an offering at jenniferhadley.com on the donation page. You can make an offering at Living a Course in Miracles. And all the funds go to the nonprofit powerofloveministry.net that supports this radio show. We're in the process of preparing to transcribe all the radio shows and make that all those transcriptions available. So please make a donation right now if you love this radio show. God bless you and thank you. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.